Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, start playing. You got that wired for sound? What are you doing here? I'm having a little conversation. You're listening to a radio station. Every wire, every airway. Headphones, Bradley. Bradley. Lord, I just want to talk some more. No, Brad's a machine. Oh, he really means it, Brad. Headphones, Bradley. You're on the air. Lord, I just want to talk some more. Call 617-254-1030 to join in. Because he's a man on Jay talking. Not busy man, Jay talk show. I want to talk to him, tell him the way things are. On WBZ. WBZ. We're live in 9 to 5. You're Jay talking. With us, we have Christian Bag, who uh, has a story. Christian, are you there? I'm here. Hey, great. Now, you were a competitive snowboarder, or were you a... Uh... I, was a I was an amateur snowboarder, okay. but I was in a competition. Okay. So you, you injured <laughs> yeah. your... I want to give you the, everyone the brief version, and then you give me the detailed okay. version, because we have a lot of sure. time. So you were a snowboarder, okay. and you were injured yourself in a snowboard accident. Then, yeah. from that point, you you have developed this. It's a bike that allows people to basically go mountain biking, even though you are disabled mm -hmm. and, and paralyzed, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. All I right. Can, so uh, you go, take you yeah. tell tell your story in as much detail as you can muster, because we do have a lot of time. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I've, it was uh, it was 23 years ago, so I'll skip some details. But uh, yeah, so I was, I mean, the the long and short of it is, I was, I was, uh, I grew up in the mountains or in Calgary, Alberta, which is close to the mountains in Canada, and so I I love the mountains and I did sporty things in the mountains like mountain biking and snowboarding and climbing and caving and all the like, and I was uh, so when. When I broke my back, I was 21. So I was 20, actually. Um, and so I was suffered from what most young men suffer from, and that's just being a young man uh, <laughs> and kind of carefree. And so, yeah, kind of consequences weren't weren't big on my agenda, and and I did stupid things, and so I. I went a little further and a little higher than I should have that day, and I I came down the wrong end up on my head and broke my back. Sort of so right away, sort of paralyzed myself. knew that knew that I wasn't going to walk again, and uh, and so that was obviously a huge change in my life. But the the thing that I had set in place that I didn't realize was going to be such a, a big benefit to me for my future self was that. Uh, I was trained as a machinist. I built stuff. And and so when I once I woke up from from not walking and started my life as a paraplegic, it sort of really quickly dawned on me that that I was going to be reliant on technology, on something, on a thing, you know? And luckily though I was young and probably not that skilled at the time, I I could fathom 
I could I could see a future where I built things to make my life easier. And so that's that's sort of how it all started 23 years ago now. So you uh, hooked up with Stryker, is it, the company right away? Uh, well, not right away. Probably I'm, well, uh, We'll make up timelines because I'm I'm absolutely horrible with time. I'll be we'll be close. We'll be within five years plus or minus. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I well so about a year a year after I broke my back, I made my first wheelchair. Um, and that's it's because I'm six foot four, really tall. Back in 1996, uh, wheelchairs they're a lot better than they were 20 years before that, but they still weren't great. They didn't, they didn't take into account your height and, um, as much. So my, my knees were up around my ears and my chair. And so I built my, my first chair a year after and that just so it would fit me. Uh, and then, you know, I made it a little better, a little better. And then I started meeting other people in the community who wanted noted that I could make stuff and they would ask for things. So that's sort of how my, my wheelchair designing and building career started. Um, and, and probably I'm guessing probably five years after that was when things four or five years, when, when my, the wheelchair designs were getting a little more advanced and that's when, a when striker came in and we, and we started to do a, we were going to do a manual wheelchair and we sort of went down that path and striker is the company that does i used to work in the medical field and they they're a medical company right that striker frames etc for for um yeah they make cost the in canada i think the big thing is hospital beds um but yeah the striker frame was that the crazy frame that flipped you over upside down i think um sort of maybe even for spinal cord injuries way back in the day, long before me. Um, but there, if you go to a hospital and you, you start taking note of, of who's, who makes what, you'll, you'll see the name Stryker somewhere for sure. All right. And things have evolved to the point where you have a company called, well, is it called Bowhead, the company? Bowhead, yeah. Well, officially because the word Bowhead has been taken up by the whale. So it's Bowhead Corp like corporation. Okay. And you yeah. have developed two or three products that I think are amazing. The Bowhead Reach gives uh, mm -hmm. a capability to folks who are immobile that is pretty astonishing. Can you tell me yeah. about this, this product? Yes. So that's, so to, to quickly go back to the, the striker till now or till five years ago, I was really focused on right, money, Sort of career path-wise, I ended up doing a lot of manual wheelchairs, um, and and really focusing my design and building on manual chairs because um, you could sell manual chairs. And then in the background, I was always, you know, endeavoring to get outside and and back to the places that I so loved, um, like the mountains and and just the wilderness. Period. Uh, so I was always sort of working on like whether it be like a cross country sit ski or a mountain bike or a sort of mountain trike, we'll call it uh, type thing. And, but the complexities of the outdoors versus, you know, the smooth rolling pavement and building codes of the indoors uh, proved to be a little more like a harder egg to crack, you know? So the, the current 
the the bowhead reach now is I would call it a resounding success. It's you know it's fifteen years, fifteen years of my life probably in trial and error, um, and sometimes thinking I you know pen to paper I thought like you nailed it this is going to be awesome and then you hit the dirt and and little literally hit the dirt <laughs> you know like it just like didn't pan out so many times but each time was you know like like make something that'll get you from the parking lot a hundred yards into the up the trail and you do that and then you you encounter a, a a steep section or a log or this or that whatever you can imagine and then it's sort of back to the drawing board so i, I really sort of designed my my design principle is basically just get further than you got the previous attempt it's difficult yeah. it's really important to, to see it if you can i posted a a video of it in action on on my jay talking bradley J facebook page also they can okay. find it at bowhead what's the uh, website to go to directly if you go uh bowheadcorp.com or you know what the best place to see it is is instagram and that's at Bowhead Corp. Okay. Um, yeah. Because this thing flies, and it goes, it looks like it has enough torque to go up a trail. It flies down the trail. It's it, the the wheels angle to deal with yeah. centrifugal force as you're going around a curve. And it has yeah. super, high, super high-end components. If you're into mm -hmm. bicycles, you'll recognize some of these components. Shimano, yeah. uh, rear hubs. What do you call this vehicle? You know what? I call it a bike. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not. It's a trike. It's a three-wheeled thing, but I guess my my love of cycling and having been a mountain biker back in the day, I I always, my whole goal was to get back to biking, and I feel like I have. So it's my bike. Okay. And it is, yeah. it is motorized, and it, it has, is, can yeah. you talk about the features it has? It's motorized. It has fantastic braking capability. It has tires that look like almost like small motorcycle tires, very knobby tires. This is made to take a beaten and go out into into the uh, into the trails and into the mountains and go fast and get beat up. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so the it's got all those things. So it is. It's electric. Um, it's got a range of probably about thirty mile. Um, it goes about twenty mile an hour uh, up up or down well down it goes as fast as you want to let it go just like a bike um but the most unique thing about it so there are there are other sort of off-road trikes out there for the disabled um or like adaptive mountain bikes but the the crux of this one the thing that makes it truly unique is sort of this articulating framework on the front of it so now that was always the big problem for me designing these things was i would I would make like a crazy thing, like you say, with awesome brakes or big knobby tires or lots of power, but you'd hit a side slope, which is what nature's made up of, is, is terrain that is unknown, and, and you'd tip over, or, like, or you couldn't go around a corner fast. You hit a switchback, and it's, you know, it's, it's tilted the wrong way. So this framework allows the rider to stay level, uh, even on a 30-degree side slope. So... So you're straight up and down, and the, the front wheels are, are deal with the side slope. And or on the alternative is if you're going downhill really fast, now you can lean 30 degrees into a corner, sort of just like 
It really works like a bike, like a two-wheeled bike. How does and it articulate? What, what is it that uh, initiates the articulation when you turn the, the, the direction? or Because you could be going straight on the side of a hill, and it's articulating, yeah. right? And, yeah, and so that, that, were, that was some of the errors in the long ago in some of the first attempts was, was exactly that. Like I had it so you'd lean and it would turn. Um, but then, like, say, what if you're on a side slope and you don't want to turn? Yeah. Now it's going up. So, so the, and it's that's the tricky bit, and that's where people go into like at Bowhead Corp on Instagram would. It, it's like describing an elephant to someone who's never seen it. You really have to see it. But, but the trick was was getting so the leaning is independent from the steering, right? Which is independent from the suspension. It's all independent from one another, and it all comes down to like a, a kiteboarding harness is what, what I use because they're, they're super advanced now. Um, so a harness around your torso and then your hands on the handlebar. And the difference between those things uh, is what makes it lean. So your, your torso goes one way and your hands go the other way. And it's, I've heard that it's like riding a, um, a jet ski or a skidoo from people who do that. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's, it's probably a, you know, some people get it immediately, but if they don't, it's probably like a 30-minute learning curve to to sort of figure it out. And then the beauty of it is it allows you to go on sort of really advanced terrain or go really fast. So you're, you get to get better at it for a long time, just like a bike. You know, you can learn how to ride a bike in, from when you're a kid. But yeah. You can learn to be an amazing mountain biker or a road biker right up until the day you die. So it's kind of... That that's what I was chasing too was a, a vehicle, a vehicle that was going to be better than me, you know that so I, that I got to learn. It's eighty yeah. inches long. Eighty inches is what? How many feet? Five and a half feet? Something uh, like that. It's, well, it's about six feet long. Six yeah. feet long. Yes. It Dude, only big... all that only weighs ninety six pounds. Stainless steel yeah. tube frame, adjustable seat position, yeah. handlebar steering. It's a, tight, a turning radius of of eighty inches. Which is uh, tight. Maybe a little bigger. Yeah, it's pretty tight. And you could do donuts, too, if you're in a real tight spot. And <laughs> I'm interested in the, the, the electric motor, because this thing has to have enough yeah. torque to get you up a mountain. Yeah, well, and that's the... So the, the e-bike world is, is, a, is an expanding one. There's, there's tons and tons of product out there, and batteries, you know, thanks to the Elon Musks of the world, have, have gotten amazing. So... A really refined electrical system isn't isn't as difficult to engineer as it once was. So, the this thing has the power to go considerably faster than it goes, but that's not the goal. I didn't want to make a motorbike; I wanted to make a bike. So it's cert it has you know it's geared so that if you go out mountain biking with someone, you'll be the fastest person up any hill. It's got enough; it needed enough torque that it would go up any hill because you can't get out and push. Um, but I didn't want it to be so fast that it, it wasn't, that you just, that you were somewhere in between a motorbike and a, and a mountain bike, I think. So, I'm yeah, fascinated by the, by the, the quality of the rear hub and the tire and all. You have the Shimano Alfine 8 internal rear hub. Can you explain that? Yeah. Well, so that's on a model. So that's, that's actually on sort of the new model, which is, isn't purely electric. It's, it's hand crank and electric. It's like a hybrid, I guess. Cause there's, 
you know, there's a number of people who, who want to get exercise while they do these things, but you're still riding up steep hills with your arms. So having a little bit of, a little bit of help along the way. So the, the geared hub is on the, the crank model, the hand crank model. And, and what's cool about it is because you do have this motor with a ton of power that you're putting through bicycle components that are, you know, so for example, the motor is 3000 Watts and Lance Armstrong at his, at his peak of, of juiceness would have sort of ridden at like 500 Watts when he's really given her. So you've got like six Lance Armstrongs packed in the back of this thing. So if you're not careful, it'll blow up regular bike components. So the, on the crank model, the geared hub is put, oh, it doesn't interact with the motor at all. Just sort of goes to what you mentioned in the beginning, like the quality, the, the refinement of it now is so far beyond what it ever was, which is why doing something for 15 years, you know, you, hopefully you end up with something pretty cool at the end. Yeah, and you have you some can... serious suspension too, which means you can take a, a bit of a rocky trail. It has a 13-inch yeah. suspension in the front and a 7.5 on the back. Or three and a half on the front. Sorry. Yeah, three and a half on each front. Well, actually, no, you're right. Sorry. With the articulation, it does. It moves. The articulation moves 10 inches, and then the suspension moves another three. So, yeah, it's kind of a – It's this. if you imagine the articulation kind of like your knee would be. So, like, if you go off on a jump on a bike, you don't – you're not on the. You don't sit on the seat for the landing. You're standing, and your legs absorb a ton. And then the suspension, you know, the front suspension on a mountain bike is four inches, so it'll absorb four, but your legs absorb ten. So it's very similar to that, I'd say. You don't have to do mountain trails either. You I, there's a video of you on a beach, just no. flying down the beach. Yeah, well, and there's there's. I mean, I put a lot of videos of of sort of, you know crazy mountain trails are going really fast or these types of things. Um, Cause you want, you want to show people the capabilities of it, but realistically, so I have a family, I've got a, a five-year-old son and a, and a brand new baby uh, daughter actually, who's, who's just over four weeks old now. Wow. And, and if I had to trade all of the crazy stuff I'm able to do in this bike for the way that I use it with my family, just like, going out to a, like, whether it's a picnic or yeah, to the beach, just to get to the water's edge or walking the dog, or, you know, I've got a trailer for it. I throw the kids in the back and take them to school. If I had to trade all the crazy stuff for just what it allows me to do for everyday life, you know, in a second, I would do it. Yeah. One of the videos, well, no, the, the, the primary photo shows you with who I imagine is your son on there and he looks yeah. happy, happy as heck. Yeah. Well, and that's like, and that was really my, it wasn't until I had a son that I really pushed, you know, was like, this is going to be my focus. This getting this bike to the point where it really works is my focus. Cause you know, I'm watching this little kid run around and, and I don't want to tell him, you know, you've got to stay on the, you got to stay on the concrete path when you're with dad, you know, like you can't, you can't go off and do those you can't go off into the woods. You can't just, you can't just wander. You got to stay with me. I was like, that's, that's not the type of relationship I wanted to have with him. And it's not the way I wanted him to see me. So, you know, getting this thing done where like in his mind, my bike is faster than everyone else's bike. 
like, cause we take off on people, you know, like he, you know, it's, we've, we've had to curb it now that he's getting a little older. It's not as cute, but when he was like three, you know, the whole thing was we'd pass him and he'd be like, see a sucker. And, you know, and it was, it's a pretty good feeling as a dad when your kid thinks that your thing, the, the bike you made is awesome and it's better than everyone else's, you know? Plus, with the articulating frame and all, is it is it possible you could make a version that's strictly for recreation and not for disabled? You could probably make it a little cheaper because there's some things you wouldn't need because it's so cool. Yeah. And that way, everybody yeah. in the group would be the same. Yeah, well, there's, you know, there's some top secret stuff on the go, but yeah, that's, that's sort of the, the idea is I look at, I've got a, my mom is in her mid seventies and she's had a new hip and a new knee and, and she, she grew up, you know, in Calgary near the mountains and we went hiking as a family all the time, but she's never been on a hike with any of her grandkids. And that kind of, once I was able to get back to, to that environment that I loved, it was like, man, I, I feel, I feel like my next goal is to get, you know, I call it the baby boomer bike to get those people back to the places they loved in a safe way. You know, my, my mom looks at the, at the bowhead reach as it currently sits and she's like intimidated as all get right. out. And it's, it's not something she would use, but, but yeah, there's definitely, there's a solution in the works for exactly like you said, it's, it's, it's been such an amazing tool for me. I wouldn't give it up for anything. A bonus factor is yeah. that it's electric and while, ATVs are fun. They're really loud, and they kind of, you know, don't really go with the outdoor vibe. And you, yours are dead mm -hmm. quiet because they're electric. Christian, we're out of time, and I'm really yeah. – I love the thing you made. It looks so cool, and everyone needs to go to either to my Facebook page or your website yeah. to see it. What's the website again? It's uh, bowheadcorp.com, or the Instagram is at bowheadcorp. Okay, and the product, this thing – it's called the Bowhead Reach. Thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to be with us. Congratulations on making such a cool thing. Yeah. Thank you for having me. That's awesome. I really appreciate it. Of course. That was another Jay Talking Podcast. If you loved what you heard, like and review the show. It helps others find us. Subscribe to Jay Talking wherever you listen to podcasts and never miss an episode. Follow me on Twitter for show updates. And as always, you can catch the show live every weeknight starting Sunday, midnight to 5 on WBZ. Boston's News Radio. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.